Good afternoon, this is Tom Payne. I'm in Chapter Isle Centre with Kate O'Reilly. We're here to talk about MTW06, the Persians. Uh, good afternoon, Kate. Hello. Perhaps you could tell us a little bit about your process in developing your version of the Persians. I think my point of view was to be very aware immediately of the location, the site where this was going to happen, the work of Mike Pearson, and then this extraordinary, extraordinary journey that I've gone on. Um, by looking at the original texts in many translations. And um, Persians is the oldest recorded play in, in Western tradition. Um, and so there are so many different inversions, interpretations, um, reimaginings. And I don't speak or read ancient Greek, so obviously I'm coming to this text through the medium of other translators or writers or scholars or poets' work. So um, I decided that I would read as widely as I could to try and see if I could get a sense of what I'm calling the baseline, what I think might have been there in the instigating voice and um, of, of Aeschylus, as people say here, but I've been told by my Greek friends it's Aeschylus, um, and, and to hopefully see if I could get that, that baseline or foundation of what might have been there before all the other different scholars, translators, writers, playwrights, poets, whose work I've read, um, began to do their own thing with it. I wanted to do a very faithful version as much as I could ascertain and wanted to create a foundation that Mike and the company could make their work from. So this wasn't a case of me going, oh yippee, I'm going to run off and I'm going to reimagine it as some of the, the versions I've read um, in certain contexts with resonances for conflicts past or present. I just wanted to be quite simple, faithful and create this foundation for Mike and the company to work from that would hopefully work in that particular location, which is extraordinary. Tell me a little bit about the location. It's part of a, the, a, a firing range. It's a, it's a deserted village that has been built along the lines of um, German towns that's in the middle of Ministry of Defence land in Bracken. It's not a site that we would normally get access to as civilians. Walking the, the site with um, Mike Pearson and Mike Brooks and, and Simon Bannon very early on in the process last year was really quite extraordinary being aware that we're going to places that, that we generally can't as members of the public, a quite contentious area as well as um, the people who originally farmed there, of course, in, in I think it was 1941 or 42 were, were asked to leave. So having all this history and resonance in this space as we were walking around, knowing also that it's used for training before people go into conflict but also for humanitarian aid, um, is incredibly strong. 
It's very beautiful. It's very desolate. It's it's really powerful location. And that, did that then kind of inform the way that you wrote or thought about the, the play? Not so much. Um, in a certain way it did because obviously Mike and I were walking the, the, the space and, and, and thinking about it and, and what might happen and thinking um, about the actual buildings and, and the things there. But more than anything, I just wanted to go back to the text and not let that influence me too much so that I didn't end up writing something that would suggest now with soldiers or humanitarian um, relief agents being trained in that site. I didn't want that necessarily to impact on me. I think the space will do what it will do. Um, and, I, and I think, well, I hope resonances will be created just by being in that location. So the, there's an attempt to actually let the, the place, the location speak and to, to, to not do things which might kind of disable that, uh, yeah. that dialogue between itself and the audience. So, as you say, kind of performing humanitarian aid or past or present conflicts and so on, which actually might lead to a different interpretation of the site. You, wanna, you wanted to keep those out of, out of it. I think that the, the, the site and the work of Mike, uh, Mike Brooks and Pearson and the company are going to do that. I don't need to do that. I just need to make some kind of text that is a foundation that they can make their work from. Did you take any influences from anywhere else, anywhere abroad, any uh, visits that you might have been on? <laughs> I was in Cairo earlier this year and spent a lot of time in the Egyptian Museum in Cairo, which was fantastic because um, part of the text refers to these chariots armoured in gold from Babylon and Memphis. And um, these, well, I went to Memphis also, which is, which is now part of Egypt, but also just going around the... the museum in Cairo I was I was kind of getting terribly excited and emailing Mike Pearson going and I'm here and I'm I'm seeing these chariots and oh this is exactly as they're described in the text and I could actually it was the the, the chariot that I saw in the museum was a hundred years after the time of um, the Battle of Salamis um, but it, but it was still following the same kind of description and shape that I'd, I'd read in various translations. So suddenly it was very real and very exciting for me to be standing looking at this artefact uh, that had existed only as a poetic image before, you know, chariots armoured in gold, tasseling sight, and suddenly it was there in front of me. And to imagine those chariots, two, three, or even six abreast, in that sunlight, in that part of the world, it really would have been a brilliant dazzling sight. So, so that was something obviously that um, I got terribly excited about. But that naturally didn't necessarily come into the script. It just, um, just is the added pleasure. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure talking to you.